Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Oh, I haven't heard this in forever. <laughs> Class is in. Rock School Radio Show, here on your radio or your podcast as you stand there staring at your computer screen, or I guess wearing it in podcasts. That's what I do. I go for walks and I listen to podcasts of my own radio show. <laughs> How sad is that? Do you listen to podcasts of this show? Actually, I don't. I listen to it before it airs. Oh, you do? Okay. So you're at least a normal human being. Right. But my Not husband's me. been listening to the podcast for years, and he'll stick it in the CD player. We'd go on vacations like years ago. I'd be like, okay, three episodes is enough. Can we move on to something else? <laughs> it's never enough. Enough. Enough is never enough. It's like spuddies. Okay, I'm Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. All right, let me ask you a question, Monique. Uh, you work in the world of radio, which mm-hmm. means you also listen to radio. Explain this answer to me. What is classic rock? We know what Top 40 is. It's the songs that are on the Top 40. Right. Okay. This radio station runs what's known as a AAA format, which includes classic rock music. Great. Mm-hmm. What is classic rock? I guess it depends on the generation, right? Like okay. to me, it's 70s. Okay, 70s. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people will say. It's a rock that has been around for a while. Uh, well uh, known. Well known, okay. By traditional artists, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Well, I ran across this article by a guy named Walt Hickey. He is the 538.com lead writer for Lifestyle. And I thought the article was so well done that I contacted Walt Hickey and I said, hey, look, I want to base an entire show on this. May I use your article? And he said, of course, thanks for asking. Um, And I'm going to contact him after we record this and say, look, it's going to air this coming Thursday and Sunday. So I have permission to use all of this. And thank you again to Walt Hickey. And we'll thank him a couple more times during the show. But what he did was a huge um, look at the world of classic rock and attempted to explain what is classic rock music, what is happening to it, Mm -hmm. and, because we play a lot of classic rock on this show. Furthermore, he found out who are the top supposed classic rock artists Mm -hmm. and the top songs played on classic rock radio and satellite and Pandora and all that kind of stuff. But that changes, doesn't it? It has to because people get older. It's like oldies stations. Right. Now what's an oldie? Well, it's Bill Haley in the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... Is an oldie station spinning Billy Joel? Right. Just think about it. Billy Joel's back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You go back to the 70s, we're talking 40 plus years. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before there's a hip hop oldie station. Oh, that needs to happen. Right. Hip hop came out <gasps> yes. in the late 70s. Oh, yeah. So for an hour, we're going to talk what exactly is classic rock, how is classic rock set, and how it changes across the United States. And what are you going to play? I have here again the top artists and the top songs. I'm going to play for you the songs that are the most played on classic rock radio, and we'll leave the number one song for last. 
What do you think is the number one played song on classic rock radio? I'm just saying, I'm looking at this list, and some yeah. days I'm like, that's not really classic, I'm, but... I'm with you. We'll start with Steve Miller Band's The Joker. That comes in at number 15 of the top songs on classic rock radio. We'll come back and tell you what it's all about here on Rock School. Some people call me the space cowboy. Coming out of Steve Miller right here as we deal with what exactly is classic rock music? It's a term that gets thrown around all the time. And uh, Walt Hickey wrote a great little piece on uh, 538.com called Why Classic Rock Isn't What It Used to Be. So what did he do? How did he go out and begin to sort of say this is classic rock? Right. Well, here's what he did. He monitored 25 classic rock radio stations operating in 30 of the country's largest metropolitan areas for a week in June. Okay. The result, after some substantial data cleaning, if you've ever done any major research, you know, there's all mm -hmm. kinds of what they call outlier stuff. Right in the middle of a classic rock thing, they'll play a Beethoven song. Just for fun. Okay. You have to clean that out of there, that kind of stuff. So after some data cleaning, the list was 2,230 unique songs, as in songs that were played once, mm -hmm. uh, 435 unique artists with a total record of 37,665 songs played across the stations. Okay. okay? So he's got a, a big chunk. Mm -hmm. So what is classic rock? There is no answer. It, it, there is no such thing as here is classic rock. It depends dramatically on where you live. Really? For example, down here, classic rock radio does not play Billy Joel. You, no, you don't, don't hear him I guess very that's much. True. It's not even considered classic rock down here. As a matter of fact, I play Billy Joel on this radio show sparsely, mm -hmm. only when he really goes to the topic. And I love How, Billy Joel. So do I. I think he's wonderful. But is he classic rock? I think people in this general area would say, no. But I bet you hear Leonard Skinner a lot. You do. Why? Where's Leonard Skinner from? Mm -hmm. Florida. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we, you're getting close. This is what he starts to find. San Antonio, for some reason, has a disproportionate amount of Motley Crue. I don't know why Motley Crue is from California, but this is what he's finding. Certain areas, the Midwest adores Sammy Hagar. Uh-huh. Uh, why? I don't know. They just do for some reason. Guess what Boston loves? Boston. <laughs> well, right. That's kinda, you you know. got it. Um, for some reason, the upper northwest or the upper northeast, Boston, mm -hmm. New York, what have you, is as classic classic rock as you can get. That's Almond Brothers. That's Leonard Skinner. That's that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Except for New York City, which is the anomaly. That's where the Billy Joel is. Uh, well, that makes sense, right. though. Right. Where's Billy Joel from? New York. Long Island, right. Long Island, New York. Mm -hmm. However, Billy Joel also has a huge following down around Florida, specifically down around Orlando and Miami Beach. That's kind of crazy. Why? No, it's not crazy. Logically, it makes a whole lot of sense. Why? Because when New Yorkers retire, where do they it. go? 
they go down to Florida and they bring their musical tastes with them. And the retired people are the classic rock listeners. That's hilarious. I was thinking it, but I was like, no, I'm not going to say that. No. It's exactly right. what it is. Right. Because <laughs> now, think about it. I'm 50 years old. Uh -huh. I'm a classic rock huge fan. And right. I'm kind of late in the game. Mm -hmm. I was born 64. So Zeppelin to me was when I was a young boy. So right. think about it. Somebody who's 60 years old. That's Zeppelin. Exactly. And they are 60 years old is, you know, you're beginning to retire. Mm -hmm. You're be it's starting. I know 62 is kind of the retirement age now. It's beginning. It's starting. Oh, yeah. Like my parents are in there. Right at 60? Yeah. Credence. Credence. Credence Clearwater yeah, Revival. I was raised on Credence. You got it. That's It's the Woodstock generation. Mm -hmm. Think of what you're listening to. Think of the age. And that's what they want. Because I know what people think. I want new music. I want new music. I want new music. Well, I, I programmed radio for years and years and years. And when somebody stares at me and says, I want new music, what you want is a piece of new music now and again. But you want the stuff majority stuff, mm -hmm. what you grew up on. And I know that offends people when I look at them and I say, <laughs> you know, I want new music. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. Now, I know there's anomalies. I know there's people that that's all they want is new music. Right. But the vast listening audience wants what they grew up on. Mm -hmm. Familiarity. Thank there you. There you go. Oh, okay, we're going to play one more from the list of songs that are the most played classic rock songs in the United States. Sticks, Renegade comes in at number 10 on Rock School. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Law, man. Coming out of Sticks and the Renegade. It's my favorite Sticks song, by the way. Hmm. You thought it was Mr. Roboto. All right. <laughs> That's All right. probably mine. I talked. Come on. No. Oh, I love it. It's so cheesy and great. Okay, fine. Uh, talking at Classic Rock. Now, I made the statement that uh, Molly Crew was really huge in San Antonio, Texas. And then in Miami, Florida, Billy Joel was really big, as well as New York, New York. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the places have interesting choices, like San Francisco, big fans of Nirvana. See, that makes kind of sense to me. Well, you're, you're near you know, Washington, you're near Oregon. Mm. That's generally where they came from. Okay. Phoenix, Arizona, big fans, Creedence Clearwater Revival. It's the biggest, the biggest band played out there. Now, Credence, as much as people want to believe because they play like a swamp pop or a swamp rock, mm -hmm. no, they're obviously they're from Mississippi or right. Louisiana. No, they're not. They're they're a California band. <laughs> Denver, Colorado, ACDC. Oh, Why? Yeah. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri is a huge fan of Metallica. I don't I, consider Metallica classic rock. Don't you really? It's I too don't. new is what you're saying. It's too new? Because I, I grew up on it. Right. Well, we're going to get into that in a little bit here and explain how songs are chosen for classic rock. Okay. Here's one that drives me insane. Cincinnati, Ohio, Brian Adams. See, Brian <laughs> Adams to me is not classic rock by any stretch no. of the imagination. Even if you get to his harder stuff, Cuts Like a Knife. Yeah, okay, maybe you could spin that during the midday when we're working Didn't, and you, you want the not safe for work. 
work type stuff. Yeah. The, didn't he do Summer of 69? He did. Maybe. That one Maybe. would be on the line. Yeah. Washington, D.C., R.E.M. R.E.M. also is on the line to me yeah, with classic so. rock. It's it's left of the dial type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, And I have some other stuff here. Detroit, Michigan, Jay Giles. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri is a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan city. These are the most played uh, groups. <laughs> Chicago, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. It's close. You know, it's close to where he's from. Let's do one more. One or two more here. Philadelphia, Rod Stewart. See, Stewart can be classic rock, but you have to play his early, early blues stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Why? Ario Speedwagon. Oh, no. I see that. Do you? Okay. And Charlotte, North Carolina. Kiss. So, the number three song on the list of most song or most played songs on classic rock radio. ACDC, once again, who you don't even see as classic rock. No, I don't. I would listen to ACDC all weekend, as a matter of fact. Mm, you shook me all night long, Dak Dak, on Rock School. Okay, coming into the first break here on Rock School, let's talk time. Let's talk timeline. Okay, when I said to you, what is a classic rock song, Mm -hmm. you said something from, I think you said the 70s. 70s, absolutely. Okay, 70s. Well, you ain't far off, my dear, (laughs) according once again to Walt Hickey's piece, Why Classic Rock Isn't What It Used to Be. Of the songs that he coded, again, over 37,000 songs. He was able to get an accurate year for 89% of them. I don't understand why he wasn't able to get an accurate year for 100% of them. Right. I would think that you, you simply get the song, you get the year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But 10% of them, he wasn't able to get an accurate year. But that's you know neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Of the 89%, let's just round it up to 90 for easier talking. It says the earliest songs in the set back date to the 1960s. And that that makes sense. A classic rock radio station should play some early Beatles. Right. You can play Helter Skelter. You can play uh, Your Blues. You can play Mm -hmm. You Never Give Me Your Money. You can get away with some of the harder Beatles stuff. Right. But you're not going to be able to play, you know, the more ballady stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can get away with Hey Jude. But to be honest with you, the na-na-na-na-nas get annoying at the end. I know (laughs) in concert, I'm sure it goes on for 15 minutes. But on the radio... Enough. Uh, also, he says Booker T and the MGs get played a lot. The Kinks, you can okay. always play the Kinks. A lot of harder stuff back then. You probably could also get away with a, a little bit of Paul Revere and the Raiders. You oh, know, yeah. Kicks just keep one. getting harder to find, that kind of thing. The 1960s through 1970s were really the classic rock times, and classic rock peaked out in 1973. Really? That was the big year. It says here, although let's be honest with each other, 1973 was a phenomenal year for the genre. Mm-hmm. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon came out. Oh, Zeppelin's yes. House is the Holy came out. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road came out at that point in time. And then he has on here the period, the sort of boom, mm-hmm. that if you will, defines classic rock. We'll take our break. We'll come back. I'll tell you what that period is that he claims literally defines the genre. Cool. We'll be back in just a minute to do that. Who's listening to us, Monique? Who do you have out there on your little sheet of paper in front of you? 
KLSU in Baton Rouge. Hey, guys. W-O-U-B, Athens, Ohio. My old stamping ground. Back in a minute here on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, I told you I would give you the span of years that sort of defines classic rock. Right. And again, this is what he found from his sample. Mm-hmm. It's it's very easy when somebody does a piece of research, and you learn this once you get into the academic world. You you put your life into a piece of research, and then it's so easy just to talk it away by saying, "Well, that's just what your research showed." Boom. Right. You know, boom, and and away goes the research. Okay. Well, this is what his research showed, and to be honest, I, it has what I consider or what me, what people call face validity. Okay. It makes sense on its face. You listen to it and you go, okay, that makes sense. All right. right. The 10-year period from 1973 to 1982 accounts for a whopping 57% of all songs played. That makes total sense. Right. That's got face validity. That makes sense. 73 to 82 appears to be the world of classic rock. Now, there are less and less and less songs when you get to 1995. Then it begins to just boom fall right off the cliff Mm -hmm. except for a few bands then you get a couple green days stuck in there nirvana metallica now someone's going to say nirvana was before 95 yeah you're right but they're still they're later in the game right metallic u2 that kind of thing and classic rock stations like we hear we're not known as a triple a radio station which Mm -hmm. means there's a classic rock base and then you try to grab songs that are classic rocky soundy and jam them in there Mm -hmm. so you have newer songs in here and this station goes out of its way the flagship station which i'm talking about here goes out of its way to play a lot of new music oh yeah but a lot of your bass is still that classic rock stuff Mm -hmm. you'll hear songs that make you happy the, mm-hmm. the, the there's a lot of research done um, on the concept of when you hear a song, your the part of your brain that lights up is the reward section. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's very satisfying to hear a song that you like, especially a song that you really like that you haven't heard in a long time. Right. You know, that, that whole kind of, oh, I haven't heard this in a long time. Oh, that, oh, feeling. <laughs> your dopamine is being released into your body, and it's really super duper. So... Let's play one for that general area. The number six song of the most played, quote, classic rock songs of all time, Heart, Crazy on You. Oh, good one. Oh, I haven't heard this in forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's right here on Rock School. Coming into the bottom of the hour. Hey, I got a question for you. I know we're talking about the most played songs of mm-hmm. classic rock radio. Who are the most played bands 
They're three and four. Ah, so there, you, there go. you go. Good for you. No, I have them right here. In fact, I have the top 25, and we'll begin running those down real quick for you right after we talk about these. The Rock and Roll Dates, uh, August 18th through August 24th for seven days in 70 seconds. I believe you have Monday for us, Monique. Go. August 18th, 1979, Nick Lowe married Johnny Cash's stepdaughter, Carlene Carter, in Los Angeles. August 19th, 1977, the Sex Pistols started an undercover UK tour as The Spots. It was an acronym for Sex Pistols on Tour Secretly. <laughs> August 20th, 2013, Lady Gaga asked her fans to stop sending online threats to her critics. The singer said she could not condone hateful or abusive language directed towards others, adding, this is not a healthy way to handle your emotions. You know, the same thing's happening with Beyonce. Really? If you say anything or tweet or post anything bad against Beyonce, there is like an, a pro-Beyonce army that will just jump times bared. Back at Test you. That. No, don't. <laughs> August 21, 1961, Patsy Cline records the classic Willie Nelson song, Crazy. Uh, Cline was still on crutches after going through a car windshield. August 22nd, 1970, Bread went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with Make It With You, the group's only number one hit. August 23, 2005, Les McCowan, lead singer of the Bay City Rollers, appears in court charged with drug offenses. I wonder if he was there on S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Night. August 24, 1981, Mark Chapman is given a 20-year jail sentence for the murder of John Lennon. The 25-year-old had shot Lennon five times at close range, assassinated him, basically, December 8, 1980. All right, before we get back into music, and I'm going to play Journey for you. In fact, I will get to Journey. Here are the top 25 artists, and I will simply get to number 11, which is Journey. 25, Heart. 24, U2. I just don't think that fits. Nope. 23, Def Leppard. 22, Leonard Skinner. 21, Rush. 20, Fleetwood Mac. That one also is a little... Mm. Yeah. 19, Doors. 18, Steve Miller Band. Oh, 17, yeah. Bad Company. 16, Cars. 15, The Who. 14, Forigner. Uh, <laughs> that's why I always said it. 13, Eagles. 12, Boston. 11, Journey. Next time we come back, I'll give you the rest of the list. Wheel in the Sky, it's Journey on Rock School. the second break we played wheel in the sky journey in case you're wondering journey was the 15th most played song on classic rock radio really 15th well that's that specific song mm-hmm. let's go back to the list of the most played artists right. of all times we stopped at number 11 which was journey which i'm sure has been you know, altered a little bit because of glee I mean, Glee brought them back. He also has here cities with the most plays. Now, where are the top 10? Queen is number 10. 
Denver plays them the most. Hmm. The Beatles is number nine. Philadelphia plays them the most. ZZ Top is number eight. Kansas City plays them the most. Wouldn't you think someplace in Texas would play them the most? Oh, yeah. But that's another one I grew up with. ZZ Top. Aerosmith is number seven. Tampa Bay plays them the most. Again, wouldn't you think Boston would play them the most? Mm -hmm. Does not. ACDC is number six. Denver plays them the most. Denver likes classic rock. (laughs) Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, number five. Tampa Bay plays them most. That makes sense. There's your Florida connection. Floyd. Pink Floyd uh, is number four. Charlotte plays them the most. Hmm. I don't see any connection to that, but fine. Rolling Stones are at number three. Tampa Bay plays them the most. Again, big... Florida's a classic rock area. It really is. Van Halen is at number two. Mm -hmm. Denver plays them the most. I have to move to Denver. (laughs) Why why am I here? And Led Zeppelin is at number one. Did anyone think that was not the number one? And New York City plays them the most in terms of classic rock. So let me go over here and get my piece of paper. WMCE, Erie, Pennsylvania plays us. Who else plays us? KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Thanks, guys. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute. How do you even choose these songs? Who makes these decisions? Huh? <laughs> Tell you who does in just a little bit right here in Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, I asked you, uh, how do we even go about choosing these songs? Well, it's done pretty much the same way it's always been done in radio. It's research. You research Mm -hmm. audiences. Eric Wellman is the name of the classic rock brand manager for Clear Channel, which owns a ridiculous amount of radio stations, but 25 radio stations in the data set that was done by this particular uh, piece of research. Mm -hmm. And they basically asked him, what do you do? It's it's research. They have a series of online people that they talk to. They have a series of listeners that they talk to, and they play clips of music for them. Do you still like this? Are you tiring of this? I did this for years and years and years. We had, I don't know, 75 people or so that we would rotate through and ask them, mm-hmm. do you like this? Are you tiring of this? Is this still something you like? What do you think about this piece of music? And mm-hmm. we would do this time and Well, I wouldn't do it. I had interns they would grab from colleges and such, right. and we would send them to the phones and... We would send people records, mm-hmm. rec 45, CDs, that kind of thing, depending on what time of my career it was. What do you think? Rate this on a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the big thing was, are you tiring of this? You know, play the song again and again and again. And you would then either keep playing the song or you would do what's known as rest the mm-hmm. song. We would put it up on a shelf, as we would say. And according to him, the uh, industry standard is the online music test. So they now do it all online. And his statement is, you simply look at the data. What is classic rock? It's what the audience wants, and it's what the audience likes. They like R.E.M.? Well, R.E.M. is now classic rock. It's that simple, <laughs> period. It really is. You p- People address these radio stations. They turn it on. Uh-huh. What do they want to hear? You as a programmer cannot say, well, I'm going to say what classic rock is, and if you don't agree with me, you're stupid. You can't do that. But by that definition, Katy Perry is going to be classic rock. At, at some, some point. point in time. 
That's insane. Katy Perry's going to be an oldies at yeah, some point in time. True. Think about it. When you when you when you think about it, I'm I'm 50 years old. Mm -hmm. The stuff I listened to when I was 15 is is how old? Yeah. 35 years old. <laughs> I can't be this old. All right, let's play another one from this list. He looks, he looks, he looks, he looks, he looks. Okay, why not play Kiss? Kiss! Rock and roll all night here on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School, which is too bad because, as you can see, I still have two pages oh, yeah. of information left. You made the statement while I was preparing that break and the song was playing um, that what is, what is rock anymore anyway? Right. The Voodoo Fest is coming up. Mm -hmm. Voodoo Fest is supposed to be a rock fest. Right. There's so much electronica and hip hop. Right. Well, I was shocked. I'm going to answer that. Okay. Two more pieces of information that I think are, are vital to this. The top 25 most frequently played artists, the likes of Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, and the Rolling Stones together, account for almost half of the spins on classic rock stations in the U.S. Another way of saying is that 5% of all bands played make up nearly 50% of all the songs played. Now, okay. That's the 25 artists I listed for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Also, he states... What's next for classic rock? And this is the answer to your voodoo question. It's all economics. As baby boomers and Gen Xers age out of the key advertising demographic, thus the problem. Uh -huh. I know you still like the music, but you're not in the advertising demographic. Right. You're not going to buy the stuff we need to sell. Over the next 10 years, one of two things will happen. Either advertisers will chase them meaning the format will stay and it will become antiquated. It will. It, right. it has to. There were big band formats. Mm -hmm. There were, at some point in time, uh, oldies formats that were like 1940s music, Frank Sinatra and below. Uh -huh. They're not on the radio anymore. Yeah. Or classic rock will start to skew younger. It has to to survive, mm -hmm. which is what's happening with voodoo. What uh. somebody somewhere they didn't just do it because you know oh let's bring in these bands they're doing it for a reason and that's what's popular right my guess my guess it's not just popular it's who's buying the ticket to walk in the front door buy the food buy the merch and mm. come in is it the people who are listening to Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen and all of that I'm sure those people are there mm -hmm. I don't doubt it who's going to come in bigger droves. Somebody who's 21 to 25 to 30 or mm -hmm. somebody who's 50 with two kids and, you know, now will people like me come? Yes. Who's going to come in bigger droves? Who's going to make more right. money for the thing? And, I, and again, this is this is where somebody is going to argue with me to death. I've been to voodoo and it's all. 
okay, but mm-hmm. let's look at what's happening. Where is it skewing? They're, they're not going to look at their audience if it is, as somebody who argues with me says, all older people and mm-hmm. then give all these older people something they just do not want to listen to. Nobody's exactly. that dumb. Exactly. So something's happening. And there's so. always a little something on all the different stages for everybody. That's true. The majority is made up of you know, electronica. Right. Thanks again to Walt Hickey. Uh, He is again, 538.com's lead writer for Lifestyle and uh, his uh, piece, Why Classic Rock Isn't What It Used to Be. All right. What is the number one played classic rock song? What? What what could it possibly be? What? It's Aerosmith. Dream on. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that. (laughs) Sounds like this on Rock School. Class is dismissed.